0: welcome to the Nation podcast where we wholeheartedly believe women entrepreneurs are leaders that rise together success does not have a definition there are no secret strategies women entrepreneurs are rewriting history by defining success on their own terms hi i'm your host white Dove gannon the down-to-earth chick with a different name Each week, join me for inspiring stories and powerful interviews of women entrepreneurs sharing their lessons to success to help you take your business to the next level. Now, let's go for it. Welcome back to Fem Nation, guys. Today, I have a lovely guest, Jessica Morrison, who is a digital branding expert, and we all know we need that, right? I mean, that's just, that's a name of the game at this point. So I'm excited to jam with her today. And Jessica, I want to thank you for coming
1: on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here.
0: So tell me, where did your entrepreneurial journey begin?
1: Oh gosh. I don't remember specific things from my childhood, but I think I've always been one of those. I'm a stereotypical older child who's a go-getter, really ambitious and I always loved trying new things. So I think that was sort of the genesis of my entrepreneurial spirit. And I started my first business. It wasn't until after I had gotten out of college and tried a couple things. And I've had what someone has jokingly referred to as a less than linear career path, which I feel like is probably pretty normal at this point. I had left a job when I had one of my first child. I have three boys. And You know, I was home and I was happy to be home, but I really missed the intellectual stimulation of a job. And I missed having something that belonged to me that I really got satisfaction from growing and doing every day. And so I sort of got into blogging back when it got to be, this is before it has gotten to be as popular as it is now. We're going back about 10 years and sort of developed a healthy lifestyle blog, got into social media influencing, working with agencies and companies to provide promotional content. And I sort of taught myself how to design websites on WordPress. I had had mine designed, but really, I like to dig into things and really just teach myself how to do them. And I think the best sure. thing about technology and design is you really can you know, get your hands dirty and teach yourself how to do a lot of things. So I got into WordPress design and sort of blended the two of them into the current iteration of my business, which is digital brand design. I found that there was a disconnect between, a lot of times between a website and the social media, stuff that shows up on social media. And I'm very big into brand mm-hmm. consistency. So when I work with my clients, you know, the goal is that they have a consistent digital brand so that the same feeling, the colors, the fonts, everything you get on your website would be carried through through all of your digital content. So it's not confusing for potential clients or customers. It's, you have a very easily identifiable digital brand. And that's what I do now. And so it's sort of an iterative process. <laughs> and I'd like to say that it took me a while, let's see about 20 plus years, but I love what I do. And you know, I get fired up to go to work every day. And it's the first job that I've had owning my own business that I actually love to go to every day. And so I'm just I'm happy as can be being where I am right now. And
0: I'd imagine that it is really fun to help people find that branding continuity throughout. And so I have a question on that. Mm -hmm. What is the difference between digital branding and personal branding then?
1: You know, your digital brand is a story of your business. They can be closely tied together. And it depends on whether if you're a service-based business owner, you know, your personal brand is really identical to your business brand. But let's say you run a, a design agency. Your business is going to have its own brand story, which will include some of your personality in it, in it but you are designing for your potential client, your ideal target customer. And where people get confused sometimes is that means that we're not picking colors that are necessarily your favorites. We are picking things to resonate with your ideal client. So sometimes Mm -hmm. people need to understand that it's not just you have to take yourself out of it and look at who you are trying to attract. And are you doing that correctly with the font choices, with the imagery you're using? it's not always what resonates with you personally, but who you are trying to attract because we're all in business really to help other people and to serve other people. And it's important like in any other aspect of sales marketing is to really think about that Mm -hmm. ideal client and how you can attract them to you and sort of repel the people you're not looking to work with at the same time. Mm -hmm.
0: And personal branding. So that is more of kind of how you feel, you know, portraying yourself mm-hmm. and how you feel and then you you're the catalyst of bringing you know some of that and making sure that your business identity because everybody has to have a business identity for sure even if you have a personal brand business you still have a business identity that is in its own in, of its own self not you but has has pieces of you like you were saying but you bridge that gap making sure that those pieces can be transferred into the same thought process of what it is for the client, not necessarily what it is for the you, the entrepreneur, the business owner.
1: Exactly. That's exactly correct. And I think sometimes that's where we get lost. And I think I work with a lot of people who've done things on their own before. And like all entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of times we try to teach ourselves how to do things because that's how we are by nature. We're self-starters and we just want to get in and try to do it ourselves. But that's where some of the, the disconnect is there is that they realize that, okay, it isn't just me doing it for myself. It's me. I have to take myself out of the process sometimes and really think about my client or my avatar, or my ideal client.
0: On the digital front, then, what is probably the most important piece to focus on? A website or the social content or marketing ads, you know, whatever they're advertising, however they're advertising, what is the most important then?
1: I always recommend that you start first with your website, and it's going to depend on your business. A lot of people get a lot of business from social media, but you know, I've heard it referred to, and I like this analogy, is it's rented real estate. It's not, it doesn't belong to you. You may have followers there, but you don't control that platform. Whereas when you have your own website, that's sort of your domain, pun intended there, that that is what belongs to you. And the goal of your social media should always be to get people back to your website. And your website, you can almost think of as like a digital background check. Even if you have a referral-based business, more than 80% of consumers are going to Google you first and see if you show up. And that's why you want to show up. You want to make a good first impression because there's nothing worse than being really excited to work with a business. And then you search for them on Google and you land on this outdated, not helpful website. And unfortunately, people draw conclusions. They wonder, is that how you are in business? Is that how you are going to work with them on their particular project? And so you really want to make sure you're getting a lot of bang for your buck when it comes to the Mm -hmm. website. And then you translate that. You know, with the goal of sending people back to our website, we want to make sure that our social media content has the same tone of voice. We're using the same types of images. There's a familiarity to it. But our goal will always be to bring people back to our own property because that's where we have the best contact with them. Mm.
0: What about people that have unusual names? <laughs> because, it, and I speak from experience, yep. truly, because, and that's the only reason I bring it up, because I didn't, I didn't ever want to brand off of my name, but my name became its own identity inside of it. So then I ended up just assuming, you know, just saying, okay, my website is my name. Then not because I was trying to make my website, my name, just people assumed it was and So they would Google my name. So how often does that come around and and what do you suggest?
1: That happens often. I mean, some people it's easier for them depending on what they do. They have a lot of there's a lot of weight and a lot of value attached to their own personal name and that identity they have. And there's nothing wrong with piggybacking on that. And that is who you are. And it actually gives you flexibility in the sense that you may decide to take your business in a different direction. And at that point, you're not having to rename or rebrand a new name. True. So I think it's just, it's a matter of personal choice. Some people, you know, when you have a unique name, I think it's great. And people are going to remember that because it's different. That being said, some people don't want to have their personal name for whatever reason attached to the business and they choose to do something different. But you can also have two. You could have your own personal brand. (laughs) There's nothing saying you can't have a website with your personal brand and then one for your business also.
0: Great advice. Great advice for sure. And I think a lot of people that are coming into the space, that evolution of figuring out what they want their business to do. And as they start really high up here of what they provide as far as outcome and transformations for their clients, and they really start getting very specific on the thing they love to do, the ideal clients they love to work with, then they can start separating out the identity of the business itself. I mean, it it can lend to a nice transition timeframe for them going through the stages from the beginning if they just don't know yet, or they can work with somebody that can help them shake that out.
1: Like yeah. It. <laughs> niche down is the best in so many different ways, but it's also great for really making it easy to do your digital branding and your marketing because you're not, mm-hmm. the goal is not to attract everyone. Really. We're, we've run it really resonate with a select group of people who are going to, we're going to appeal to, and it's going to be a mutually beneficial relationship. So I think a lot of people think, oh, well, I don't want to turn anyone away. And there's nothing wrong with that. If your branding doesn't resonate with that person, why not find that out and sort of vet them in the process so you're not attracting the wrong clients? There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with doing that. It's okay to not attract everyone. That should be actually your goal because you want to work with people you really want to work with. And it just makes your job so much easier. It's easier to figure out where you should be. And really, when it we talked about fonts and colors and images, when you have a very targeted population, that is so much easier. It's easier to do market research. It's easier, really, for every element of your branding. Mm -hmm. Hey, Fem Nation,
0: I know you are called to lead something great. Are you wondering what the next best step is for you? I have a next best step. I invite you to walk with me through the Become Unstoppable Challenge, Join me on a 21-day journey to discover your inner leader. Find how to build your confident leading foundation to decide and move forward to your highest potential in business and life. After helping dozens of challengers take hold of their leadership, you will come away from this experience with a renewed sense of confidence in order to serve those who need to hear from you. As a valued listener, I'm inviting you to save 25% on the next 21-day challenge by using code FEM2020. That's F-E-M 2020. Check it out at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Again, that's www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Coupon code FEM2020. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. What was one decision that pivoted your business in a transition timeframe as you learned what you wanted to do, and what you loved to do?
1: I think it was the decision to really hone in on digital branding, but connecting social media and website design, because I think there's a lot of website designers. There's a lot of social media managers. And for me... I think choosing to bridge those two, because I just see it not, I see people spending a lot of time and energy in one of those sectors, but not the other. And they're sort of shooting themselves in the foot by doing that because there isn't a consistency in the branding. So what was important to me is that to achieve that, i be able to connect both for them and have that vision and implement that vision to connect their social media and their website design. And I think that really helped resonate with my ideal clients who see the value in doing that. And that's where they're really stuck a lot of the time is they want to make sure they're showing up consistently and that everything has a similar aesthetic, a similar feel, a similar tone. Mm
0: -hmm. And I see a lot of people, especially this year, I think getting into the digital space, the online knowledge base, course creation, membership creation, all the things that they're not showing up anywhere. They maybe, maybe have a website, a very rudimentary one at best. They're not showing up on social media, but they're learning all the things of how to create an amazing funnel. And yet I'm just like, but who's it for? Mm
1: -hmm. Where are we going? Who are you going to pour into that funnel when you're not, you don't have any leads coming into that?
0: You're not even starting the conversation. You know, I mean, it's just, it's not and everybody knows that when we find someone like you're saying we do look for the website we google search them first but i know that i will always social search them to see if who they are as a person you know how they're showing up in the world in specifics mirrors you know who i'm thinking i'm i'm working with or wanting to work with you know so i do i will double check both sides of it and if i see one is grossly different than the other and not grossly as an gag me gross. I'm just saying just, you know, a huge difference than the other, then it's a confliction. And then it causes a lot of question as to whether or not I wanted to work with that person. And then also if they, you know, have a very polished image on their digital space, and then they turn around and see their social and they're swearing up a storm, I'm not opposed to that. I'm just saying that your disc, the disconnect in the digital world is huge. And so then I'm just like, okay, so which one are they? You know, I mean, it just, it causes so much confusion. And a lot of that prevails because people don't have the knowledge that you bring together in the, what, you know, the website and the social space to understand that there is a continuity there. I think it's uh, extremely important, but what is it like when you see people that are polar opposites in how they're showing up in the digital space and then wondering why their business isn't going.
1: Either. It's hard for me not to be like, you need to hire me because <laughs> I know, I know. It's just, you know, it's sad for me in a way, because I feel like it's such a missed opportunity. And I feel like, I guess when you really work and you're passionate and one sphere, it's easy for you to see that too. And it's very apparent where some people just say, Oh, it just doesn't feel quite right, but they maybe can't, put their finger on exactly what it is, but it's, it's what you just said. They're not congruent and it's confusing for a potential buyer when they're wondering, am I in the right place? Like I may have seen your website and thought, Oh my gosh, I want to work with this person. And then when I creep them on social media, I'm like, Ooh, I just don't think we would probably be a good match. You know, that's also why you separate your business and your personal stuff because you can be one thing personally, and I'm not telling you how to be, but you have to be very careful that that is not representative of your business brand. Because if you want it to be that way, then that's a conscious decision you make. But if it's not what you're intending, then you really need to separate the two of them. I mean, it's just like your finances. You separate your business and personal and just make sure that you're keeping everything professional because people will do that. And you know, you're know you losing people when there's a disconnect that way. And you just have to be aware. And it's, I think people don't realize the importance of investing in that aspect there, that because it's not always tangible, you know, they're not seeing, Oh, being able to translate that into a dollar figure, but you're missing people. You're missing out on leads. You're missing people following through, you know, who you sent a quote or proposal out to, and they found out something else and you wonder why they ghosted you. You know, it can be sometimes they found out some things that maybe they thought they might not be the best match.
0: Right. Yeah. It's super relevant in today's world, even though it's rented real estate in the social aspect, it is still definitely extremely relevant. And I love that you tie the two together with passion because it needs to be a topic that's, that's talked about regularly. So thank you for your good work on that. I want to ask you, what was uh, list one really big accomplishment you're proud of in your entrepreneurial venture?
1: I think it was, this is going to sound kind of funny, but it's when I finally hired a bookkeeper and I realized I'm in this and I'm starting to hire other people to help me with my business because one of my favorite business sayings is just because you can does not mean you should. And I think this ties into our earlier conversation about entrepreneurs. And many of us, like we feel like we can just do everything and we want to try everything, but it's not the best use of our time. And I think I realized I had to get serious and it was like, I'm going to start... Giving up the things I'm not great at. Sure, I could teach myself how to do it, but I have no interest in doing it, and it's not the best use of my time. So I feel like I kind of made it when I made that decision. I'm like, I'm, this is official. I've got the revenue <laughs> coming in, and I'm going to hire somebody
0: to take care of that for me. That's, well, from the accounting background standpoint, that is a, a well sought decision. <laughs> because I just have to put that plug because I know I have seen that battle on the back end so desperately and, and that's a great decision for anyone listening if you're thinking do i get do i know your business know what you're doing with your business but also make sure that when you start contracting those things out the to-do list make sure you're definitely keeping an eye on the finances because you need to know where it's at it is a business mm-hmm. you are in business doesn't matter if it's a hobby business side business side hustle whatever it is a business you're making money so and you're changing lives so tell me about Uh, the gift that you have, the free opt-in that you have for people that is going to be able to help them further understand that difference between their
1: This is super fun. I had so much fun putting this together. I am kind of a quiz junkie. I don't know about you, but I love taking quizzes. And so I did a digital brand design quiz. So if you go to seasidedigitaldesign.com forward slash quiz, you can actually take a digital brand design quiz that will show you different fonts, color palettes, imagery, and help you kind of hone in on what your digital brand style is. And once you get that, you can actually get a one sheet for each of those six, um, different styles, I put together a one sheet mood board that will give you a sample color palette, sample font pairing, sample imagery that you can actually get inspired by or use on your own. And you get some other resources on Pinterest boards and different things I put together for those styles. So if you're curious as to what your style really is, you know, and even if you think it, sometimes you might find that what you thought your style, your digital brand style for your business, maybe it's Not really that. So it's kind of fun to poke in there and you know see what you like, see what represents your business, and find out if you have the right digital Mm -hmm. brand style and what you need to do next if you don't.
0: For all the creatives out there, I will own that title. That is something (laughs) that I'm sure they're going to want to opt in. So we will have it hyperlinked in the show notes. Make sure you guys jump in on that and just be curious and have fun with it because who doesn't want to know if their font needs to be a little sexier? Maybe it does, but. Let me ask you one thing here as a creative and as an entrepreneur and doing all of the things, all of, all of the above, how did you learn to get out of your own way?
1: A lot of mindset work. I feel like entrepreneurs, you know, we constantly have those issues of the imposter syndrome and different types of things. And I think it's really been getting clear on what i who i'm helping and just having confidence overcoming those obstacles and realizing i have a wealth of experience in this area and feeling confident in the pricing all these other things i think we sometimes and particularly as women you know we don't own that all the time and mm-hmm. i think you know the more you can get out of your own way you realize you have value you have tremendous value and you need to to own that and you need to be confident and you don't need to be cocky about it, but you need to understand that you will not be for everyone, and that's okay. And you may not, people may not be able to afford you, and that's okay too. But you need to be confident in the fact that you are where you are, you know what you know, and you're worth what you are. Mm-hmm.
0: And the value is not in necessarily in the
1: thing created, it's in the, the journey and the experience that is unique to us. It's all those years. I mean, it's all the things that you've amassed. And I think that's where you know, another thing was getting away from, I don't charge hourly. I do package pricing because for me, you're not paying me per hour. You're paying for the wealth of experience I have and all the knowledge I've amassed doing what I do. And that's what you're paying for. I think you're exactly right there. It's not, you know, drilling that down into an hourly rate. That's to me, that's not
0: it. And a lot of mindset work has to go into, re, you know, removing the connection for, of time in exchange for money. Has to, has to, has to, especially in the entrepreneurial space where you just build yourself another job.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's not truly what we wanted to do. Exactly because I'm sure every entrepreneur that has gotten to a certain point did build themselves a job and then wondered why they didn't love what they were doing. Exactly. Even though they built the thing.
1: Exactly. It became a
0: job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so tell me, where can the audience find you? How can they connect with you?
1: Um, they can find me on Instagram at Seaside Digital Design. You can find me by the same name on Facebook. Um, my URL on Facebook is I am a multitasking mompreneur because uh, that's what I am. And I also do like to hang out on LinkedIn too. I've been exploring a lot more of LinkedIn, and you can also find me under my name, Jessica Morrison, there. So come find me. I love engaging with people in all different industries, and I'm happy to help serve you in any way I yeah. can.
0: Absolutely. And I'm sure that quiz is going to be something that is at least the very very first start to getting to know how cool you are and the creativity you can bring to the branding side of it. So Jessica, I want to thank you for coming on today and sharing your knowledge, sharing your time and just giving value to the listeners. Thank you so
1: much for having me here. I can't wait to connect with people.
0: Sounds good. Guys, make sure you check out the show notes and take up Jessica on connecting and just see a wealth of information and knowledge she has available out there for you. But as always, keep moving forward. Thanks for listening to the Fem Nation podcast. If you'd like to continue the conversation, have a no BS place to ask your business questions and connect with like-minded women entrepreneurs, join the Fem community, our free group on Facebook. And don't forget to check out the next 21 day challenge at www.becomeunstoppablechallenge.com. Let's crack the door to what's possible when you begin leading yourself first. If you love this show, subscribe and share it with a friend. If this episode impacted you, it would mean the world to me if you left a review so others know what's possible by listening. I'm already looking forward to the next episode with you.